0: Hello and welcome to Shepherds Fold Ministries. We're glad that you're with us for today's encouragement podcast. I'm Brent Van Hook, director of Shepherds Fold, and we want to come alongside you, you ministers, whether it's preachers, church staff, missionaries, or any form of work for God and his kingdom. We want to come alongside and encourage you today. We have a special guest. It's Dave Williams. He's from the Evangelical Friends Church. And we are glad, Dave, that you are with us today. So thank you for being our special guest.
1: Well, thank you so much, Brent. It's a great, great blessing to be with you.
0: Well, we're we're glad to connect with you. And for our listeners, will you take a moment and tell us just a little bit about yourself and your ministry?
1: You bet. Well, I uh, I love pastors. Uh, been a pastor for almost forty years now in different roles, and so currently serve as a pastor to pastors. Actually, in my role as a, a lead superintendent for Evangelical Friends Church here in America, and uh, so yeah, just uh, doing our best to encourage, equip, and empower our pastors to to stay the course, to be well. Uh, personally and professionally, and that's really the heartbeat of what we're doing. Hey, I want to raise a few
0: questions, and then I'd like to get your insights regarding these. The first question is this, why are ministers important?
1: So that's a great question. Um, Let me just start by quoting the Apostle Paul. I think it's the first place I would go to try to answer why are ministers important, And he says in Romans, uh, he says, everyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. But then he goes on and he quotes the prophet Joel. This is in Romans chapter 10. He says, how can they call on the one they've not believed in? Uh, How can they believe in the one they've not heard? How can they hear without someone preaching? And how can anyone preach unless they're sent? Um, So we've got to have people who are willing to go and, Mm -hmm. and share the good news. And that includes every Christian. But as we know, Paul says in Ephesians four, that we need people in positions of leadership to equip the saints and to give them the tools they need to go out and and become those beautiful feet that bring good news. And so, uh, that's, that's the first thing, but I real quickly will say why that's important to me personally, because I grew up in a pastor's home and I heard that kind of scripture read frequently. Um, but kind of was in my own little world, and then was uh, ripped out of my safe little cocoon, and we moved from the city to the country, and I worked on the farm in central Kansas for a few summers. A lot of time in solitude, on a tractor, working in the field, and another scripture, uh, as I was surrounded by wheat fields and working with sheep, another passage really came you know, right in the middle of my, my, uh, awareness, Matthew chapter nine, 36 to 38. That's when Jesus says, you know, when he saw the crowds, it says he had compassion on them Mm -hmm. because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm working with sheep and I'm getting this message. And then he says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. And, uh, So why are ministers important? Um, What God said to me was, um, if you don't go, who will? And um, I want everybody to know how much I love them and how much I want them to be part of my kingdom and know what it means to have abundant eternal life. How will they know unless you go? And so that broke my heart. And I said, yes, um, I will go and serve. And so that was the beginning um, of a 40-year adventure almost now.
0: Amen. Amen. Uh, great insights. Uh, thank you for that and that encouragement. Okay, let's, uh, let's ask this next, next question then, and that is this. Why should ministers keep going and not give up?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is where the rubber meets the road, right? This, this is the hard part because uh, I, I've taught now for almost 20 years in a Christian college setting, working with prospective pastors, missionaries, youth pastors, worship leaders, and, you know, over and over again, we've, we've watched them as we send them out into the harvest field that they come back wounded and sometimes really depressed and lonely and discouraged. And um, many, many have uh, you know, chosen to, to stop serving in those, in those roles, um, sometimes leaving the faith. So this is a really, really important question and the one that's been kind of central in my heart for at least the past decade. Um, it's one thing to prepare, it's something else to sustain people mm-hmm, in ministry.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So I think a couple of things, Brent, that I would offer and these on face, these may not sound real encouraging at first, but I want to tell you this is this is encouragement with teeth in it, because as I often say to folks, uh, ministry is not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> um and so I'll just say, first of all, we have to recognize that there's no greater privilege in life than to serve as a spiritual leader within the body of Christ. That's, that's the first thing. There's no greater honor than to be chosen to, to be an under shepherd uh, with the Lord Jesus. But the second thing we've got to realize, and I try to tell our students that, is we've got to come to grips with the fact that there's nothing harder in life than to serve as a spiritual leader within the body of Christ. So as Jesus says over and over, we got to count the cost. And we've got to make sure that we are clearly called. <laughs> I often say if we can imagine doing anything else in life, we probably will. Um, but if we know that we've been called, then we can rest assured that the gifts and call of God are irrevocable. Romans eleven twenty nine. 29. He won't change his mind about us. No matter where we go, what we do, how we feel, who likes us or doesn't like us, we are his. We belong to him. And so our identity is grounded in Christ, in our relationship with Jesus. Same yesterday, today, and forever. Our job performance, quote, is going to vary and rise and fall. Our evaluations will rise and fall like like the, the wind comes and goes. But the love of Christ and our intimacy with Christ remains. As we stay grounded in him. So, so if Christ has chosen to set us apart for church leadership, um, there's nothing we can do to change that fact, no matter how hard we try or others try. Uh, as the saying goes, you can run, but you can't hide. Um, our God is the hound of heaven. He's, he's He's relentless in pursuing us. So I think it helps us not to give up, knowing that Jesus never gives up on us. Never. Yes, and so you know if you're not sure just ask Jonah right uh, <laughs> you know um so so Jesus didn't give up he won't give up on us and you know he needs us people need us um not because we have something great to offer we're not we're not superhuman or superheroes but we're messengers we're conduit we're, we're instruments vessels and so you know he's chosen to use us and uh that's just the way it is. So, But the second thing uh, along with that is once we accept the fact that, man, we're called and it's, it's a great privilege, but also a, uh, it's, a, it's a tough job. Um, when we realize that we're called by God and not, not by our choice, we kind of begin to shift and we have to go through this process over and over because we're under so much pressure to forget these foundational truths. But, you know, we didn't choose him. He chose us. Uh, In fact, Paul says he chose us from the very foundation of the world. So it's not about some great things we can do for him. It's Mm -hmm. about he's able to do immeasurably more Mm -hmm. than all we can ask or imagine through the power of Christ at work within us. Mm -hmm. So this is a big deal. I found this to be so critical for myself and other pastors. It's it's not about making a name for ourselves. Right. It's about making his name great and bringing him glory. And it's not about being successful in our eyes or in the eyes of others. It's about being faithful in the sight of almighty God, Uh you know, I mean, he's the one we got to give final account to, you know, when we stand before him and, uh, you know, the parable, of the talents, you know, what, what'd you do with what I gave you? And man, if we're faithful, well done the smile of Jesus upon us, you know? And so at the end of the day, it's just a matter. I know it sounds simple, but it's not rocket science. We keep going because it's a matter of faithful and loving obedience to the one who gave his life for us. And it really comes down to one simple question. This is what keeps me going, Brent. Forty years now, I've had uh, more times than I can count where I thought, man, I've had enough. I'm out. You know, uh, time's up. The question that keeps me going is the same question that Jesus asked Peter after he uh, rose from the dead. You know, Peter messed up. He would failed. He, Whatever. And Jesus said, hey, Peter, do you love me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Three times. Well, if you love me, then just feed my sheep, man. Just feed my sheep. That settles it for me. Um,
0: Amen. 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 Yes. 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 Wonderful. Um, Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, hey. Hey. In a few moments, we'll bring our podcast to a close. But before we do, Dave, is there a word of encouragement that you have for ministers today?
1: Yeah, I I know some of what I've said can have a little bit of a hard edge to it. But I really want to leave with this word of, of, I hope it's a word of comfort. Jesus loves you. Mm. He's with you. Mm -hmm. And here's something that I didn't realize for quite some time. He's praying for you. Uh, Hebrews 7, 25 says that he's able to to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. So even as we speak, somebody's hearing this, and I'm guessing somebody's feeling pretty discouraged in ministry and wondering, you know, if they can hang in there. You know, one time, you know, Peter, the same one who failed and struggled and yet persevered and God used him greatly, said, uh, Jesus said to him, he said, hey, here's the fact. Satan's asked to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you mm. Mm. that your faith may not fail. Mm. And when, not if, when you've turned back, strengthen your brothers. Mm. Um, so that's my word. I've seen that happen over and over again in my life, but also in the lives of others that, you know, when we know that, um, that people are behind us, but, but, but Jesus prays for us. And gives us the, the promise that, you know, hey, you're going to turn back. And when you do, you're going to have something even, even more valuable to offer to your, your fellow friends and colleagues. So um, that's a promise. And that's a, a word of encouragement I would offer to our folks today.
0: That's a great word of encouragement. Yes, yes. Thank you. Well,
1: Dave, thank you for
0: being our special guest today. Listeners, remember you can learn more about us at ShepherdsFoldMinistries.com. And uh, Dave, what an honor. For you to be our guest on today's podcast episode, thank you so much.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.